<laughs> Respectfully, no. Hey there, hellgoers, and happy holiday season. It has been a month since Taylor Swift has released Midnight's, if anyone is keeping track. And I am counting down the days until Christmas. Christmas is my favorite holiday. However, I wanted to do an episode on holidays. And I wanted to talk a little bit about how holidays can be difficult for people uh, in so many ways. Uh, Holidays can be obviously super stressful, which seems so silly and counterintuitive, especially we're right after Thanksgiving where we're supposed to be grateful for everything we have and then we immediately panic because we haven't bought people materialistic gifts. So, uh, it's not just stressful, but there's a lot of hurt and pain that can come with holidays. I know for me, uh, this Thanksgiving and Christmas is my first one without my grandmother, which can be really hard for people. I know people have had severe loss where holidays can be really tricky. For me, my grandmother felt like the holidays. Uh, I am very lucky to have had my grandmother around for so much of my life. I know lots of people are missing very dear family members to them. So I just want to let you know that to those people, I am thinking of you at the holiday season. And if you ever need someone to talk to or a safe space to go because the holidays just aren't always so happy for you, I am here. Uh, But not just because of grief and loss can holidays be difficult, but I feel like there can be lots of strange guilt and discomfort for people at the holidays who have changed their beliefs or they feel like a different person now and they go back to visit at the holidays or maybe they have people over or they see family that they only see once a year and all of a sudden there's a lot of discomfort and shame maybe. Um, It's a weird feeling because there are people who genuinely love the holidays but maybe being around family isn't the best feeling for them so I'm thinking very much of people who have struggled coming out to their families with their sexuality or identity, maybe people who have left the church and now they feel like holidays are more of a battleground for their beliefs. Uh, That can be really hard, especially if your family is big on attending services on holidays. Uh, If you go to a Christmas Eve service at a church uh, and that's like expected of you to go and participate. I know that I have a lot of friends who struggle with tradition at the holidays. So there are very specific traditions that people have maybe at Christmas. Like I said, uh, for, for my family, it very much used to be you attend the Christmas Eve service at church and then we came home and we made the best food on the planet. We would have a seafood dinner for Christmas Eve. Uh, I don't really know when that started, but that was like my favorite thing was being able to come home. We ate so much good food. And then the next morning, my mom had to make 
cinnamon rolls or everyone would riot. There was a year where we truly did riot because she didn't make cinnamon rolls and she thought we were joking and we were very upset. She was like, I can just like make the Pillsbury ones. And we were like, I don't care what they are. You need to make cinnamon rolls. That is the tradition. But there are people who have families who have traditions tied to religion that maybe you're not a part of either anymore or you never were. And that can be a really difficult feeling to navigate. And so I just kind of wanted to acknowledge that and hold space for people feeling discomfort and maybe sad. I think that there's something special about traditions and social media doesn't help. People spend a lot of time sharing their traditions and photos and spending time with family at the holidays and it doesn't always feel the same for everyone. Some people don't experience that joy and love that other families have when it comes to tradition. So yes, tradition can be super memorable and I know that for me like I said, our Christmas Eve seafood dinner, our Christmas morning cinnamon rolls were ones that I feel like I have clung to. I love them. And there's nothing that says anywhere that my family needed to do those things. Those were like my small immediate family unit traditions and so I noticed that there are things that I've started to do at the holidays that are now my own traditions and until this year I have not had a holiday with my partner so we now have a house together which is lovely and we can decorate and make our own traditions, but I realized that I, in my last few years of being an adult and doing holidays kind of my own way, I made my own traditions and I find myself thinking of them fondly. And I just wanted to kind of say that you can do traditions all by yourself if you want. If you don't have a family that you want to have traditions with, then make one. And I, for example, will sometimes, often, almost every year before Thanksgiving, start decorating for Christmas. And I play Christmas music and I put Elf on TV and I spend a whole day uh, drinking either hot cocoa or I make apple cider with fireball whiskey. And I decorate the whole house and I sing songs and I watch Elf over and over again and I just take time to be proud of the space that I live in, that I made, and sometimes I realize in that moment that this is the space that I created all by myself and I can be proud of it. and. It's the one time where I truly feel proud. And that might seem kind of silly, but I I found myself this year, I'm now in a home that we own and I am obviously very proud of that, but I 
still found myself being like, hey, I'm gonna decorate and I wanna do it by myself and I want to be proud of what I have accomplished in the last year. And I don't feel proud very often of things that I've done, but there's something about the tradition I've created for myself of decorating for the holidays that has made me feel, I don't know, at peace and proud of where I'm at. So that's one of my traditions that I noticed that I love and want to keep doing. And my traditions don't need to make sense to anybody else if I don't want them to. I just noticed that there are things that I've started doing every year that when that season rolls around, I think about them. And I didn't even realize, it was like when uh, my siblings and I rioted and when my mom didn't make cinnamon rolls because she didn't realize that she had created this tradition of having cinnamon rolls every Christmas morning. And when they weren't there, we like walked upstairs and we're refilling our coffee and we're like, where are the cinnamon rolls? She was like, oh, I didn't make it. She made something else. She was so kind and lovely. And we were like, no, this is all wrong. You need to go back and do this again. And she laughed so hard because she didn't realize she had embedded in us that cinnamon rolls were made for Christmas morning. Um, and I am realizing that about myself, that I have done things year after year, even if it was just on my own. And those things matter to me. And I love that for me. I think that creating traditions for yourself and purely out of the joy that it brings you is great and important. And it makes the holidays your own and not anyone else's. For Thanksgiving, for example, we had our own little Thanksgiving here with just the two of us and Reptar, my dog, and we decided we were gonna make Thanksgiving food and uh, we each kind of picked the things that we wanted. And my favorite, weirdly, Thanksgiving food uh, is butternut squash. I love butternut squash, I think it's great, and Michael does not like it, but I decided that making food just for myself is enough of a reason. And that might also sound silly, but I wanted to keep the tradition of having my favorite Thanksgiving food. And so I bought it and made it solely for myself. And I was very happy. <laughs> and doing something just for yourself is enough of a reason. And I don't know. I feel like I wish someone would have told me that especially when I was going through a really difficult time. So um, I've mentioned before that I am divorced and our wedding was right after Christmas. It was on December 29th. And so I had a lot of traditions basically that were tied to both Christmas and our anniversary. Uh, there were just, there was a lot of attention given to our anniversary at Christmas time. And Christmas is my favorite holiday. And so separating those in my mind started to become really tricky. I had to really remove one experience from the other so that I could keep enjoying Christmas. That was a difficult thing for me. It also snowed on our wedding day. So like snow becomes this immortalized memory of that day. Um, and so 
as when I was separated and I was doing Christmas kind of on my own, uh, there was one year while we were separated, it's in the middle of COVID. So I'm literally doing Christmas alone, alone. And I wish someone would have told me that I could do Christmas for myself. That sounds so dramatic. I don't mean it like that, but do all the things that I loved just cause I loved them. I didn't need to decorate the house because people were coming over. I could have just decorated the house cause it made me happy. Um, you know, I had gotten my own little apartment on my own in San Jose, California. And I did decorate some. I like got myself a little tree and put up some ornaments and whatever. Uh, but everything felt sad. And it was because I was so focused on the fact that I like wasn't sharing it with anybody, which can sound sad, I guess. But I, I loved my tree <laughs> and I love Christmas. And I don't know, it, it didn't have to be for anybody else. And it didn't have to be sad. Being alone doesn't have to be sad either. Um, there was something special about that Christmas that I wish I realized when I was in it. I was doing things all by myself. And I should have been more proud of that at the time. It's good to reflect on it now. I feel like I'm just starting to notice how much I did all on my own that I'm still actually very proud of. So yes, I did spend time grieving the life that I thought I was going to have after I was separated and the holidays were a little tricky for my brain and trying to untangle <laughs> the memories of a relationship with the memories of the holidays but as I started to do things that I loved around the holidays just because I loved them and they weren't tied to anyone else or anything else, I noticed that I was starting to take back the control I had over my feelings about that season. I, if I'm doing things for myself and by myself, I don't have any other negative thoughts or feelings tied to those experiences. I'm doing it all on my own, and that is not sad. I think that's actually really cool. <laughs> um, so I just kind of wanted to hold space for the conversation that, yes, holidays can be lovely with and around family, but it's not for everyone and people have experiences that might make them sad and maybe the holidays are a time for grief and maybe the holidays do bring discomfort or guilt or shame because you are different or they are different or things feel different and that is valid and fine and i want to hear about all of 
the weird traditions and the alone traditions and the grief traditions that people do at the holidays. I think that those are the coolest ones, the ones that you have created to make a safe space for yourself. I want to hear about how you celebrate the lives of people you've lost at the holidays. I want to hear about the stuff you do just to make yourself happy and bring your space joy at the holidays. I want to hear all of it because I think that as beautiful as really old traditions are, traditions that many people participate in all around the world all at the same time, like attending a service or putting an angel on top of a tree or going to Times Square at New Year's for the ball drop. Yes, it's amazing to be a part of something really big, but there's something really beautiful and simple and peaceful being a part of something that you made just for you. And I hope that no one feels lonely, even if you have held a boundary of being alone on certain holidays. I think that there is something so valid in doing what brings you the most peace. And I just wanted to take this week to hold space for people who struggle during this season because it's not always the happiest time for everyone and it's not always the most comfortable and sometimes it's the most difficult. So please send me messages, send me a text, send me a DM, let me know what your traditions are, or maybe you plan on starting a new one, and I want to hear them, and I want to share in whatever joy you are creating for yourself this season. I am so grateful for the people who have listened to this. I have had many people reach out to me. I have rekindled friendships with people that I haven't spoken to in a long time because of this podcast, and I cannot tell you how grateful I am. So during this season of trying to reflect on gratitude and giving thanks, I just wanna say thank you to the people who have listened to this and reached out to me and encouraged me that this is a good idea. I am not a confident person. I really feel like this is important Like this project is important, like talking to people about being different and changing and growing is important, but it's not easy. And I cannot tell you the amount of gratitude I feel for the people who have listened to this, who have talked to me, who have encouraged me. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And I hope that this podcast can be a part of your Sunday traditions as well. I love you all. Thank you so much. And whether I see you at Heaven's Gates or Hell's Flames doesn't matter. We're all the same. See you next time.